I need some attention from women or I need some erotic interaction. And they all, men I think oftentimes just like collapse it into I need sex, but I think it's bigger than that. It's like I need to be desired. I need to play in that romantic erotic space. I need this thing and, and men become like, drug addicts for that, and their whole consciousness just gets sucked into that thing. Coming all the way from Minneapolis to Washington, D.C., we now bring you Enter the Freud. Warning! This content is for entertainment purposes only. It is not medical advice. Do not take anything we say seriously, for goodness sakes. There was a while there where Ryan Gosling was like the hottest of the hot. He probably was like on the cover of like whatever people of like the hottest dude ever. Um, and at one point I really like took a really close look at his face and it's, it's like obviously it's good looking, but it's not like flawless, perfectly good looks. And, right. and but I think what Ryan Gosling, especially at in that era, and it probably was like, it was like when um, that, I, I don't even remember the movie, Yeah, Yeah, I don't know, it was like he was doing some dancing movie and it like won Best Picture. And that, he, that was when he was like the it dude. I think Ryan Gosling more than his physical good looks, it's some energetic thing he does. And it's like he radiates like a sun. It's like the light of the sun radiates out in his eyes and his smile. It's like he's just radiating like happiness. It's like a mix of confidence and happiness, but also like friendly, like you look at a good picture of him and you feel like he wants to be your friend and you guys are gonna, and he's gonna love you and you're gonna love him and it's just gonna be joy and wonder. And he's like super strong, but also soft and gentle in a certain way. Anyways, blah, blah, blah. I could try to describe this quality he has, but I think that's what made him the hottest dude in the world more so because his face isn't that good looking. He's got a super good body, but his face is just like above average. But everyone thought he was the hottest thing in the universe. Monday, I was in the gym and there was some lady there who's, it was just the craziest outfit she had on with half of her boobs hanging out. And I was like, thinking to myself, maybe I would like to date that lady. <laughs> she just, she lives in my building. Like it can't be hard to find her. Right. Right. And, and, you know, it was just the two of us who was pretty weird. We kept, like, staring at each other through the, through the mirror. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, I didn't want to look directly at her because I, like, had some weird phobia evolving, right? Because literally, there she was with, ha with the bottom half of her boobs hanging out of her shirt right. in the gym. Right. So clearly she's on a mission. <laughs> she's, she's on a mission to just, like, torture people on Instagram yeah. or, like, she had a very sad audience in the gym. It was literally just me. And I thought, well, well maybe she, that was Dude, me. I don't think it, she needs numbers. If there's one dude that's like checking her out, like she's, her mission, her gym mission is accomplished. That feels good. Women get that so much and men get so little where someone's like checking you out and you can tell, ooh, that person wants me. Women get that energy a lot, and a lot of times they say they don't want it. They say it's like toxic or, or, or being raped um, 
rape me with their eyes or whatever that term is. They say that, but obviously this woman is, was wanting that energy. And if you want it and you're getting it, it feels fucking fantastic. I know that people need to be desired till the end of days. Yeah. It was just really fascinating to see um, someone in the gym being so provocative and then my reaction to that. Yeah. Where I was like, whoa, how interesting. And I even had the thought in my head to like go over to her and just start talking to her about like whatever the fuck she's. What right. Is, so I think what I'm hearing happen is you're in a happy relationship right now. You're not actually interested in doing the dating seducing thing so and and so monday morning you go to the gym and you're just trying to like live your life and then there's this woman there who's doing a thing that kind of like like does a it like it like grab it's like she like sends out a, a a witch's spell and hooks your consciousness against your will and suddenly you're like hmm maybe i do want to do the dating thing Maybe I do want to talk to her. Maybe, and it's like you had no intention of doing that, but it just like happened to you and you got sucked into it by, and I, maybe it's as simple as like the natural animal instinct where you see a really gorgeous woman and, and the evolutionary psychologist will tell you that you see a very fertile woman. You see signs of fertility and the signs of yeah. fertility hit your primitive brain pump some hormones and neurotransmitters, and suddenly now you're ready to like do the mating ritual, whereas you weren't interested in doing the mating ritual 10 minutes earlier before you saw her. Absolutely. Yep. Okay, that's the, that's the like biological, the, the, the evolutionary psych explanation. Let me offer some, a, a different, more mystical explanation. And, and I think they go together, it doesn't have to be one or the other, that you're doing your thing, and then there's a woman who's doing some like psychological like thing where she's like radiating this energy and it's like energy that goes out and she's just like looking for um, attention and erotic play and a dance and that energy just like reverberates out and you can just feel like, whoa, there's a magnetic pull over there. Let me go look. We could almost, if we got mystical, we could almost say, she might even be sort of around the corner, but for some weird reason, you just are like, huh, what's around the corner over there? Cause she's like mag, she's like emanating these magnetic waves of like, I'm running the Aphrodite archetype super heavy and it, it can't help but kind of tickle the Mars archetype in you. And it's just like, and you're just like drawn over there. Yeah, I mean, I found myself having thoughts that haven't entered my mind in a while. Mm-hmm. And I was, and then I thought, hey, what's happening to me, right? Obviously, because it's like, it it goes in contradiction to what I've been doing. So I'm like, what what am I doing? Am I like, suddenly, like, are my eyes wandering, right? Like, which of course my girlfriend would shoot me if she thought that I was, because yep. that's always, that's not helpful. Yep. But clearly, in this situation, you'd be insane to not yep. have this occur. Yep. Right? It would be super weird. But I got to say, there's definitely times in life when you're so into other stuff where it doesn't matter what naked ladies are passing you. You're just like, weird naked ladies. And you just yep. go on. Totally. Right? 
Like, it's, you it, can't. It, it's interesting. And then there's other times where like you're just searching out attractive women compulsively and you can't focus on anything else because you're so like obsessed with finding that thing. Yes. That, okay. That one is probably way more common than being yep. immune to naked ladies. Yeah. Right. But that, that, I think a lot of men are in that sometimes like being tortured by it. I think that's really common. And I don't think people quite acknowledge this is similar to our last talk where we were talking about sexual ejection. I think there's a psychological state that a lot of men are in, sometimes extremely, where it's like, I need some attention from women or I need some erotic interaction. And they all, men, I think oftentimes just like collapse it into I need sex. But I think it's bigger than that. It's like, I need to be desired. I need to play in that romantic, erotic space. I need this thing. And, and men become like fucking drug addicts for that and their whole consciousness just gets sucked into that thing and it's fucking powerful and pervasive man and i yeah, think that's what drives men to be rapey that's what drives men to to start to slip into that toxic male harvey weinstein me too space is like they're like drug addicts and they're starved of a thing that I think they need and they don't know how to get it and it starts to just be like a bad spiral. But that's super unattractive as a presentation. Totally. It's, repuls it's repulsive, yes. right? When you come out and you're fiending for, for a taste of whatever it is, yep. it, you can't get women to run away faster. No. It's like, it's the, it's the most bizarre phenomenon. And, and so it becomes this rejection feedback loop. Yep, yep. That the more that you are conscious about this, yep. which is where guys will come up with stupid plans where they're like, dude, you got to beat off before you go on a date. Yep. And I'm like, like, like people will literally say stupid things like this. Yep. Or, you know, you have to have three girls in your, in your, um, whatever your, your loop that yep. you are talking to that you can hook up with yep. like three booty calls you need at least three booty calls before you can then actually approach the chick you want yeah like, well those those two things are strategies to avoid slipping into the desperate the, the i think the word that best describes it from women's perspective is creepy they use that word yeah. he's creepy and creepy means you're you've slipped into desperation you've lost your ability to present yourself gracefully and you start to be like must have pussy must have pussy and that's the creepy it, space and women will fucking run from that shit it's the opposite of ryan gosling yes <laughs> totally it totally is so it's like it's it's ryan gosling then turns to frodo no 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 the, <laughs> the dude uh, the dude Gollum. with the ring Gollum. <laughs> Gollum. Yeah, it's like, hey, my precious. Dude, that's like exactly how how disgusting and creepy you can appear. Yes. Like if, if guys actually knew that they would appear like Gollum versus Gosling. Right. Based on based on just their perspective alone. But you yes. think, well, well, how easy is it to adopt a new perspective? Well, it's like the hardest thing on the planet. Yeah. I do not know anything harder to achieve. And so people will talk about, oh, you have to have a growth mindset rather than a fixed mindset yeah, or, yeah. or a stupid mindset instead of a fucking idiot mindset. Yeah, I'm aware of everyone. Yeah, that's great. And how exactly does one achieve this? Like uh, what? Right. You, that, it, that's a million dollar question. How do you achieve that? But um, 
<laughs> you and I, I think we have to coin a new term that will become famous for, like growth mindset, blah, blah, blah. Ours is the Gosling Gollum continuum. <laughs> and, and you need to like, you need to track yourself and rate yourself and put it up on your fridge. Where am I at on the Gollum to Gosling continuum? <laughs> but I do think, it, and how do you do that? Who knows? But one simple thing is to have to have some self-awareness of there's a golem in all of us, right? All men have a golem where we're like, my precious, my precious. And, and, and we go to the gym and we see that chick and we're like, oh, my precious. And if she sees that, even a hint of that, she's going to fucking run the other way because I tilted too far to the golem end of the continuum. And I have to fucking hide that shit and I have to for cognitive override and force myself to go into the Gala, uh, to the Ryan Gosling end of the continuum where it's more like he, sh what it, and what is it that he's doing? See if you can describe, what's the opposite? What's, what is Ryan Gosling doing? I'll tell you, Gosling is unique and I, I too um, recognize this, this kind of like supreme uh, manifestation of, of this archetype but it was in a different film. It was in it was in a film where uh, you know what it, it doesn't even, it doesn't even matter because I can't I can't describe it right now. But I I just remember leaving the theater and it was like because I was watching him so intently he he was the focus of the film and then it's like. As I was watching him, it, it was clear that my, like what his face was doing, my micro expressions were mimicking. And so what he was doing with his physique, I was sitting in the chair, probably if you had filmed it, all dudes were in that movie theater, slightly perfecting the gosling <laughs> mannerisms. We're all like trying to figure out how to do that act or yeah, that performance. It's like, dude, in a, like, what is he doing? What, right. Like, look at how he's standing. And then like, look at how, like, like, look at those those subtle expressions and how effective they are. Okay, so let's, like, I let's, remember. let's try to put, we got, we're gonna have to stop in a second. Let's try to like put some words or give some, I'll, I'll start, but then you gotta go. It's like when, when Ryan Gosling was in that, and like Bradley Cooper really had it a handful of years ago. George Clooney used to really have it. Okay, so it's this like confidence but not like they're posturing like I'm badass. It's more like they're actually anchored in, wow, life is so wonderful, and you're wonderful, and I'm wonderful. And there's like this fullness of playful. Again, it's like the sun is like radiating from them, not in an egocentric way, but just like in a fullness of joy and play, but they're super confident, but they also include you in, in the, it's like the world is a great place and I'm wonderful and you're wonderful and it's almost like a generosity that they do. I, I totally agree that the inclusivity is part of it and which is why when you, when you see characters like Vin Diesel, The Rock, even though The Rock's funny as shit how he plays on himself and all of these, these like massive individuals who have become this like, like I am the huge bigger guy like, of course, Arnold is, is the king of that. But, like, that dude is, is not... Too in, he's, he's too big and all-consuming. There's not enough for you. Mm. 
right? Like that, that kind of a less threatening almost. Yep. Right? You can clearly go too far yep. in into in the, arrogance like, or like I'm badass. That's, yeah, that's I'm too. That's not as good as what Ryan Gosling does. Yeah, it, as you can see, the the various individuals who own it for a second. Yeah. And and then pass off the torch. Yep. And then I, I okay. Just now can't... you before we stop, see if you can do your best to like describe it in you know a hundred words or less kind of thing. Just describe what the embodiment of the Gosling. Oh. Or yeah, either that or what? What's the essence of this? Of like the most attractive thing that a man can do, whether it's Ryan Gosling I, or whatever. I on I honestly believe that it's just the ability to present with this kind of a consistency or a continuity that it it's like confidence in its embodied form. It's confidence in that the you can see that the person knows that they can handle every situation from experience. Mm -hmm. Like it's not affronting. It, it's not false. Yeah. yeah, it, yeah. Otherwise you're a douchebag just with a posture of look at how, look at how easily I can handle the situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then really everyone else who is a man who's trying to do the same thing can see right through that. Yeah. Totally. We can all see who isn't like, are you a worthy opponent are you yeah, yeah. are you a combatant that i that I should be afraid of yeah. and in the same way you can see if someone is legit in the in their presentation of their ability to deliver like can you actually arrive as somebody who is ultimately genuine and, and can read the room and play the whole game yeah, or totally. are you or are you someone who's just like talking a bunch of smack that you can't back up five minutes later yeah, totally. I, yeah, I like that's I like that. All right, dude, we got to stop. That's a wrap.